it has to be life changing. You know what I'm saying? I got a half a million dollar contract and my phone. You feel me? Started off getting my shit on Insomniac, nigga. You know what I'm like? Real shit that that I'm not going to sign. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> shit, just crazy. I can't believe I'm even saying that. Ah, big Griselda, big BSF. Yeah, you know what that is, man. The but you come and shout out Insomniac Magazine. Ah. The Griselda camp has built a significant brand for their movement and key members over the past few years. Regular visitors to InsomniacMagazine.com have been seeing the name dominate our top 10 list beginning at the start of 2015. Since those days, label head Westside Gun, Conway the Machine, and Benny the Butcher have become mainstays throughout the hip-hop mediascape. Milestones include the label inking a deal with Eminem's Shady Records and more recently solidifying a management deal with Jay-Z's Rock Nation. As we sit poolside on a warm Florida evening with both the flow of a light breeze and the clanking of Benny's truck jewelry swaying as he speaks, we hear directly from the butcher on his perspective into the Griselda wave and his ever-expanding footprint within the hip-hop universe. So, Benny the Butcher, welcome to the Insomniac Magazine podcast. What's happening, man? How you doing? The Butcher coming. There you go. (laughs) And I love your apron. Oh, yeah, man. That's dope. You know, I had to... got a butcher apron. It's all bloody already. Yeah, exactly. I had to bring this out for Orlando. It was only right. You know what I mean? I I usually don't... I, I, I had it, and then I stopped wearing it, but I had to bring it back out, though. That's hot. I was asking you... Uh, before we turn the mic on, if you were familiar with Insomniac Magazine, and you assured me that you were, mm-hmm. you mind repeating some of the things that you mentioned about your familiarity with the magazine? Uh, well, I, I was I was letting you know that Insomniac is like one of the first signs of like an underground artist in my lane, in our lane, the Griselda lane. You know, we we got a lot of juniors. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's like the underground. Media, you along with Sun Tzu, you know what I'm saying, bring a lot of attention with the top 10 list and the write ups that y'all do. You know what I'm saying? It's like I was dropping shit in 2016, testing it out to see if y'all drop it. Like, I remember I put, uh, what I, what I put out? I remember I put out, uh, Just Like Rome. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? And Tom Forrest Socks, and I was paying attention to see if y'all dropped it. And then I put out my first break and y'all picked it up. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, it's a, it's, it's a healthier, it's a, it's a healthy media. You know what I'm saying? I would let for dudes in my lane. And I always tell dudes that, man, you really don't need to be chasing down World Star or, you know what I'm saying? You need to fuck with the real hip hop, the essence, the culture of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, thank you, man. That, and the, the clearly, man, the, the feeling is mutual. And speaking of that, man, so so it, it, it it's like Griselda is almost single handedly as a unit. Right. I mean, you always have solo movements, but as a unit. Bringing back classic era boom bap lyrical authentic hip hop. Would you agree with that? Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with it. You know what I'm saying? And we always talk about it. <clears throat> we never get the credit. You know what I mean? We never get the hundred percent credit for it because of where we're from. You know, it's all good, man. We just this is what we do, man. We love me and Conway. We love the craft and. And West Side Gun, he loved the art of it. And you know what I'm saying? This is what we do. We eat, sleep, breathe this shit. So it's all good. The fact that we're talking about the authentic sound musically and obviously the heavy hitting bars, hardcore 
spitting. We also talk about the aesthetics, though. Right, right, right. right? So it's kind of an interesting thing. Like hip hop, and I always say this: it's like hip hop when it first started, it was so brilliant. Like you had this thing that came from nothing. Kids that had no resources built this phenomenal culture busting thing that we call hip hop. Right. And it seems like with those kind of roots that we should have taken the lyrical content to like some like space level by now. And it seems like for some reason over the past, I don't know what you think, like almost, man, has it been 20 years now? About 20, 20 uh, 20 years. It seems like everything's been lax when it comes to lyricism. What do you think about that? I just think it's become it's became more of of a hustle to people than an art like it used to be and so you know what I mean like the the goal is to make money and and mediocrity is what poisoned the game if you ask me a lot of mediocre dudes got on and you got you got fucking mechanics you got fucking high school teachers you got regular street dope boys who watching mediocre niggas get rich and like look at that shit like I could do that <laughs> you know what I'm saying and, and, and that's what happened you know what I'm saying the game was overflowed by these dudes and and, and to be honest with you, I'm going to keep it real. It's like the, the fans, sometimes the fans don't really know what's going on. I'm going to be honest with you because it's like this. If we're watching a basketball game and we see somebody drive down there and dunk, boom, we like, oh, shit, you see that? But LeBron might be watching it like he didn't get up high enough. You see, he almost like he, he's, a, he's a professional player. So he know, he, he know the flaws in what just happened. But we don't know. We just see the dude dunk the ball. But. Sometimes the fans, you know what I'm saying, they, they gas these dudes up. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, and, and you know what I'm saying, they, they, they the ones who, who put the money in these guys' pockets. And maybe that's what they want to hear. But I believe a lot of mediocre shit came out. It wasn't about the lyrics no more. It was about the beat. It was about the, uh, it was about, you know what I'm saying, about having fun. And like I said, nothing is wrong with that. I'm just saying that's just the fact where it went and how it went. You know what I mean? You know, we, we come from an era where it was lyrics was strong. And uh, Griselda, we still live in there. You know what I'm saying? We still live in that era where everything is about the lyrics and the beat and the art and the nostalgia of it. You know what I'm saying? So I maybe think I think maybe that's why it happened for us the way it did because, you know what I mean? This is this is the essence of it, man. And, and, and a climate like this, it was a, like it's like a breath of fresh air. People say hip-hop music don't sell or hip-hop music is not important no more. Where hip hop music is not this or not that no more. It's all about the streams and shit. It's like that's 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 dead fucking not true. You know what I'm saying? It's like how could a guy like me with no record deal, with no major record deal, nigga like me could stand up pair eighty thousand dollars worth of jews and sign the Rock Nation? You feel what I'm saying? Off and start getting my shit picked up by Insomniac. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like Indeed. whoever whoever say that other shit, like they just don't know. They just not tapped in. That's just not what you pay attention to. I can name ten niggas right now who. Who I didn't know of until I got in this lane, who's getting money driving foreigns, doing tours, and doing a whole bunch of shit. And it's like, you know, this our lane. So that's what it is. So, you know, them, them young dudes, they do their other shit and shout out to them. You know what I'm saying? I can't knock them, but we, we, we keeping it 100% authentic over here, and that's important to us. Indeed, no question about that. So, in your opinion, based on where we are now, and certainly the success that Griselda has had. As a whole, I mean, not only is kind of building that underground momentum that kind of brought them to surface, obviously the deal with Shady 
and now the deal with Rock Nation. I mean, that that momentum is inspiring. At the same time, why do you think that it's taken so long to get a movement, a new movement? I'm not talking about cats that have been doing this. You know, clearly you're always going to have cats that are icons that have been doing the thing forever that are going to get shined. But I'm talking about, like, the lyricism being acknowledged now and, you know, almost at 2020. Uh, because man, it wasn't. Man, this 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 is the music business. It wasn't trendy. To me, I hear a lot of Griselda lookalikes. I hear a lot of Griselda uh, copiers, and they and it's trendy. So that's what they doing. When Atlanta came out, that was trendy. You feel what I'm saying? When Atlanta came with they shit, that was trendy. Everybody started doing that. I think right now in our region, a lot of dudes is uh, mimicking what Griselda's doing because it's, it's trendy. You know what I'm saying? They see it's guys who's like like Conway said on his new shit or some shit I heard. He says like niggas niggas was rapping like designer a couple years ago. And now niggas is talking about bars because they seeing the success other dudes is getting off of it and they tapping into it. Like I said, it's a hustle to them now. It's not an art. It's not culture. It's not none of that. It's just a hustle to them. And I can't knock it. You know what I'm saying? You got minorities feeding their family off of it. So I would never knock it, but I'm going to always call it like I see it. So do you think that establishing that fan base, that's the other kind of phenomenon that we have now, that we have a lot of these cats that kind of blow up virally but that real foundation isn't there, meaning that fan foundation isn't there. Do you feel that Griselda's approach of literally from the ground up is what's going to lead to longevity in the game? Yeah, I, I, I believe in that a thousand percent because you know what I'm saying I'm, on my Instagram page, I got about 120,000 followers. But when I had 7,000 when I had 6,000 followers, I was still dropping merch and doing good numbers. I was still putting out, selling uh, tapes off my page and doing good numbers because the people are tapped in. You feel what I'm saying? And, and it's, more, it's more real estate and when you do it from the ground up, you own it. You know what I'm saying you belong to it. I mean, it belongs to you. Like, I've seen these dudes come out and, and sometimes the songs get bigger than them. I don't, I don't have... You said designer. Right, right. Panda, people knew Panda. Right. right. <laughs> and it's like this though People always want the big hit You know what I'm saying People always want what they don't got They always want the big hit And everything like that But me I'm a person who's not trying to hit my ceiling too fast You know what I'm saying Easy come easy go You know what I'm saying We, we moving smooth and steady It's not a rush I plan to be here in years You know what I'm saying So I'm not trying to like Get a top billboard hit tomorrow You know what I'm saying It's like Even though with the Griselda success It's a bunch of people Who don't even know who the fuck we are so, you know, it's no rush. Rush It's about, you know what I'm saying, doing what we're doing at a comfortable pace and everything is natural. Indeed. So talk to me a little bit about the come up. And I know you are not new to this. I know you've been in the game for a long time, over a decade, doing your thing to chain Benny. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, obviously we've seen a lot more of you over the past, I don't know, maybe four or five years. Mm-hmm. Feel free to, by the way, to correct me if you think I'm wrong at any point. And and I think a lot of that came from, from dropping the music, but at the same time, when it came to Griselda, also having that aesthetic, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like seeing that, you mentioned merch, seeing mm-hmm. that on the physical product, seeing that with the logo, seeing that with the music that was being dropped, you know, the artwork that was being used. Tell me a little bit about about that look. Yeah, uh, I think that's that got a lot to do with it. The nostalgia of the way Westside Gun talk and what he say when he talking, 
Conway being shot in the head and my brother Machine Gun Black not being here with us and 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 the, and the stories that I tell, my drug dealing tales that I tell, that I lived every one of. You know what I'm saying? My boy Duffelback Hardy, who would be right here with me, who 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 was who who I was telling him. I mean, y'all was picking his shit up. You know what I'm saying? He's facing 20 years in federal jail right now. You know what I mean? And, and my, my my one man, he just copped out to to 22 years. And my boy J Rock in a the wheelchair. These people who would be with me. And it's like Tito's back. How Conway mentioned. Tito and, and the Kyle. I think people's intrigued about the Buffalo story. They never heard it. They never seen it. You know what I'm saying? They, it, it was. A, they thought it was a place that it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? And, and we giving them a different look at it. I think all that plays a part in it. West doing a merch and you know what I'm saying like nostalgia. I keep saying that word because that's what it is. And, and, and you know what I'm saying? These dudes could copy everything we do, but they can't mimic that. True. So talk to me a little bit about. Obviously, you know we we talked about Griselda, but but your label. Is Black Soprano right, right? So tell me a little bit about the Black Soprano label and and some of the things that you're currently working on outside of you know anything that we already know about on your tip, which is actually Griselda, right? Like you're you're Griselda. Right, right, right. So tell me a little bit about Black Soprano. Uh, Black Soprano is my label, my home team, my guys. You know what I'm saying? And, and I've been doing this for like you said years on top of years on top of years. And, and, and Westside Gun is my cousin. Conway is my cousin. He's this is my beloved family. So they realize who I am and what I am, and that I've been had that going on. I, I learned it. I learned the game from Wes. You know what I'm saying? I learned it from him. A lot of entrepreneurship, and uh, that's my label, man. City boy. That's my right hand man. My best friend for like twenty something years. DJ Shay. He he's a producer. He's the in house producer. He produced the uh, Crowns for Kings with Black Thought. He produced the Eighteen Wheeler with Pusha T. I got Rick Hyde. Rick Hyde is crazy dope. He's a producer too. You know what I'm saying? Uh, RJ Payne. Everybody know he's an animal. You know what I mean? My boy Jake. Uh, he's the president of the company. And uh, man, we, that's that's the team. You know what I'm saying? And all those dudes move with me wherever I go, and we work cohesively, and we work and we work like. Smart, I mean, smarter, not harder. And everywhere we go, people is like surprised at the way we work. I'm saying we a team that that's one thing I pride myself on is how good and well my team moving. We go to these venues and do shows and when we leave, the promoters be thanking us like, yo, nobody never ran it like this. You know, I'm saying just real shit. You know, I'm saying it's like I signed a Rock Nation deal and just. My my Black Soprano staff is in touch with the Rock Nation staff, and that's how we get things moving because they're capable to move at that speed. You know what I'm saying? Indeed, no question. So, what are your thoughts about the the deal with Rock Nation and the trajectory of of, of not on, not only your career but also the movement as a whole? Meaning, you know, the Griselda movement, the Black Soprano movement. Mm-hmm. What do you see happening? With that move to, you know, such a prominent player in the industry. I mean, that's big time management. I think it's going to ultimately uh, put us in a better position to win. You know, just like anything else we did, just like the move with Shady did. You know what I'm saying? It's like we see eye to eye with those dudes over there at Rock Nation. This this has been an ongoing thing. A lot of people don't know that when Wes and Conway signed the Shady deal, it could like. It was this close to being Rock Nation, you know what I'm saying? So this has been a relationship that we've been had with them. I was in I was in affairs with Emery, you know what I'm saying? So it's like we all see eye to eye, and this is something that we feel like Ben should happen. And and Hove said that out his mouth. He was like, "Yo, like this." I was like, "I'm the." He was like, "I'm the guy y'all looking for." 
Tata over there and M and Chase and hip hop. It's all family, you know what I'm saying? And I believe that those dudes believe in us and, and, and we trust them. Just about to be a whole bunch of big moves, man. People gonna see it's gonna be a whole bunch of big moves, like even the shit that I got in works, man. It's beautiful, man. The butcher's coming, man. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> so I'm assuming that you will agree that Hove's advice to not think twice about the XXL cover was was on point. Yeah, of course it is because he was he was dead on with that because I I denied being in the cover. Let me address this first, which they claim they even picked me. But what they said when I okay, let me get to this first. I denied the cover, and then less than a year later, me, Wes, and Conway got a spread. We're gonna be in the next issue. I'm gonna be up there with my family instead of up there with just strangers. In the interview that they, when they interviewed me, they they didn't they hired a freelance uh, reporter. And they didn't give him any instruction, any instructions. They trusted him. They gave him one instruction, and that was to tell me that we didn't pick you. So you telling the world we denied you, we didn't pick you. And I had to tell him, it's like, of course they said that because before they got, before they even got finished doing a picking process or whatever they was doing, I already went public and said what I said. So of course they're going to say, oh, we didn't pick you. I'm pretty sure y'all didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not a fool. But even if they didn't, it's all love. But what I'm saying, shout out to Double XL, you know. But it made more sense for me to turn it down on some freshman shit. And now look, I'm gonna be in there with a two thousand dollar outfit on with my family. There you <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's it. That's it. And I have to. I, I I would be remiss if I didn't say that we put you on the hip hop elite mm-hmm. insomnia cover. Right, 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 right. Now I seen that man. I appreciate that man. I know. I know. Y'all know what's going on You feel what I'm saying The smart people are tapped in The dumb motherfuckers come late I'm not gonna lie You know what I'm saying The dumb motherfuckers come late And they be offended That be They be late sometimes Or sometimes they be glad That they found us But the smart people tap in So Like Hit Boy And Russ You know what I'm saying Like these people Who don't gotta reach out to me These is dudes who reached out to me To work with me you know why? Because they're smart. <laughs> they, they understand what's going on. They understand the landscape. You got other dudes who just waiting to tap in or just waiting to see who else going to fall in. But, you know, that's the business of it. That's it. That's it. So what would you say? Speaking of the business, what would you say is the biggest lesson that you've learned in this pretty long journey? Oh, uh, man. Don't sign a record deal. If you don't have to, don't sign a record deal. And not, maybe not a lot of people feel like they in those shoes to, to to do a record deal and turn it down but or you know what I'm saying like but I'm I'm in that position whoever thought that I would be but don't sign a record deal you hear dudes like Jay-Z mention it all the time you hear dudes like Master P mention it all the time like you would be a fool not to listen to those dudes they did it you watch you watching them no rich from the 90s no question or maybe even earlier like were you watching them and they're telling you that precious information and if you to go against that, it's like that. That's like asinine. You know what I mean? Like maybe if it work out for you, it got to be life changing. It can't be like a little a little boost. It can't be a boost. It has to be life changing. You know what I'm saying? I got a half a million dollar contract and my phone. You feel me? Started off getting my shit on Insomniac, nigga. You know what I'm like? Real shit that that I'm not going to sign. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> shit, just crazy. I can't believe I'm even saying that, but that's just what it is. So. Because once, let's say plugs, 
let's say if I was signed to a label, I wouldn't be I wouldn't even been able to put that up as a cover. That's from Scarface movie. So much fucking yellow tape. Oh, we're going to get sued. We can't make that the cover. You feel what I'm saying? So sometimes it's lower playing below that line. You know what I'm saying? I'm not missing no meals. You know what I'm saying? It's not about money. I'm not looking at another man and say like, damn, I got this, but he got that. I don't care. As long as my family good, as long as I got what I got and, 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 a, and a bunch of things that I want, I'm straight. I'm not chasing after nobody else. I'm not in competition with nobody else. We're going to get money. We're rappers. You know what I'm saying? We just signed a Rock Nation contract. We're going to get money. It's not about trying to match up to the, oh, damn, they doing that, so we got to... It's not about that. I'd rather be a leader in my lane than compete with somebody else in theirs. You know what I'm saying? Indeed, no question. However, the other thing I would say that is certainly an important piece of the puzzle is hard work. I mean, this didn't happen... Clearly, it didn't happen overnight, but it also didn't happen with five blood, sweat, and tears. The the talent is a given, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I know your history. I know that you are chopping up, killing, murdering beats like nobody's mm-hmm. business. So, we all know that. Mm-hmm. But as far as the hustle, as far as the work, what are some of the things you think that you did in your career to get you to where we are now? Uh, man... Good you asked this question because this this what I'm about to say is ten times more important than the music. You know what I'm saying? Like real shit. First thing I did was I just told you about how my friends is facing time. And a couple of those dudes, I I, I put them in the game. I was showing them shit. I was like I was like running around, you know what I'm saying you hear the songs like I was really doing that. At a time like that, my hands full, my niggas catching cases, I had to make a choice. I had to fall back from everything. And it was people coming to me, it's like, yo, because they were saying that I had fucked my money up by chasing music, by investing in the music, because that's how much I love music. A lot of people, uh, music got in the way of their life. Like, life got in the way of my music. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I invested in my music, and my phone was end up getting slow. I was buying bad dope, and and Wes was telling me he, he was about to sign a deal, and I walked away from everything. Because to get here right now, sitting across from you, having a show tonight, getting this interview, uh, the things that I got going on, you got to make yourself available for those things. If they waiting for you in the future, you got to make yourself available to them. So I can't be running around taking penitentiary chances when this is the future that God got set for me. You got to prepare yourself. So one thing that I did do, I stopped selling drugs. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's like I can't stress that enough. That's why I say it in music. Like I really... I was laughed at by bitches. I was talked about by my friends. I stopped. I fell back on my birthday. I wasn't doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Me on my, my one of my birthdays, I went to the club and popped thirty bottles. You know what I'm saying? A couple birthdays later, me chasing the dream, I sat at the house. You feel what I'm saying? But that's what I had to do. So that I did that for one, so I could make myself 100 percent available for this. And I just wrote my ass off. I studied. I studied. I worked on getting better. I wasn't just putting out mediocre shits like, okay, since Insomniac picked this up, I can just drop. No, I was trying to, I was, I was looking at that list and seeing I'm, why, why am I number five and not number one? Like real shit. Like I'm telling you, that's a good tool that y'all got. I'm telling you, I'm sitting here telling you that. It's like real shit. And I know other artists feel the same way, but I wrote my ass off. I sat in a house. I remember I wrote my first brick, uh, all in the house in the projects sitting in the same spot on the couch and I was superstitious if I wasn't sitting in that same spot of the couch I, I didn't feel it I had to sit in that same spot and I traveled you know what I'm saying it take money to do this shit but I traveled even when I didn't have it I took those chances 
You feel what I'm saying? I remember uh, West. Before I was signed to Grizel, the West had a show in Boston. Yo, come to Boston. Yo, come to Boston. I went to Boston. Me and City Boy went to Boston. I'm broke as a bitch. Phone off. Like, real shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, went to Boston. Dude's on a... I, I get up there. He let me do Shower Shoe Lord. People were singing my shit. That was, like, the first time I seen that. That was motivation. I was, I was linking with terminology. Term invited me to a show. And I was traveling. I wasn't making excuses. People was inviting me to a show. I'm like, yo, I'm not, I don't know how to get there. If you could help me, I wasn't making, I wasn't saying none of that shit. I was getting there. I made it my business to chase this dream. I made myself available for that. Uh, I DM'd people. I was relentless. Same right now. I just DM'd Pusha T to get that song. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm the same way now. Uh, I was relentless. Along with the talent, along with the situation with Griselda, I was still was relentless. That's how, you know what I'm saying? Indeed, no question. And I love that. I love the fact that you said you made it your business because so many times in hip-hop, it, it is a lot of, the perception is that it's a lot of fun and games. And I think that's why we have so many people in it, mm -hmm. because it just seems so... Uh, it seems so beautiful on a video, but right. but it's a painful path if you want to make it happen. Yeah, one hundred percent. People don't understand that, and uh, that's something that I deal with right now. You know, people look at me and they feel like I'm just living my best life. I'm doing this. To be honest with you, man, this shit's stressful. This shit ain't what you think it is. But this is what we wanted. This is what I signed up for, and and I, I'm prepared for it. But it's, it's nothing to be going out your way to be making diss songs about a person you don't know. It's nothing to be going out your way to, you know what I'm saying, to just to do shit to degrade yourself. It's not worth none of that. You know what I'm saying? It's just not worth none of that. And people, this is not for everybody. Indeed. This is not for everybody. Indeed. So another another topic that I know has come up, and I've seen you, you know, message about it on social media. I also have heard you talk about it, are people that maybe criticize the subject matter mm -hmm. and 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 i'll tell you man i i'll, I'll break it down i mean I'm, i told you i'm from you know the inner city i'm from the bronx my pops uh unfortunately was a heroin addict his whole life mm -hmm. and we all know you know that authentic hip-hop in many ways and i believe it was ice cube that first said it you know it's the cnn of the streets mm -hmm. however there's one thing to 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 talk about you know, the game to talk about the the tragedies on the street and to talk about real things. But it seems as though, and you tell me if you think I'm wrong, it seems as though that there's something that's so alluring and glamorous about it that mm -hmm. you have an entire world of rappers rapping about things they never lived, never mm -hmm. did, and never will do. And there has to be room for everybody, every everything. But everybody want to be in that lane that shouldn't be in the lane that don't belong in the in that lane. What do you think about that? Like I said, it goes back to <clears throat> hip hop being a trendy thing, and it's trendy. You know what I'm saying? Dudes think that's cool. You know what I'm saying? And to be honest with you, I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you. Some it's somewhat is. We like that life. That's why we rap about it, and that's where we from, and that's what that's what our heroes did. You know what I'm saying? Our heroes wasn't on Chapel Hill. Or our heroes didn't come from out of World War One. You know what I'm saying? Our heroes was like dudes who was putting on, on a block. You know what I'm saying? Riding for the hood for some way. I feel like that's, cause that's, be, that's because all we had. 
And that's why I put both sides in my music because, like, this shit real. And I know people, I'm not the only person that go through it. You know what I'm saying? Shout out my boy Sue Surf, you know what I'm saying? He been catching cases, he been shot up. You know what I'm saying? He know what it's like. Check out, look out Conway. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of rappers, like, really live that life. A lot of rappers haven't, though. But, man, when you, when you, when you come from that life, you carry yourself a different way Because it's not all about glorifying You know what I'm saying Like you know the streets broke my heart You know what I'm saying My brother gone You feel what I'm saying That shit my mom was addicted to crack For a lot of years So the streets broke my heart The streets made me the animal I was And that's why I tell the stories That I tell when I know A lot of dudes want to be looked at as Dope boys or Or want to be looked at as killers Or gun toters Because you know what I'm saying That's what people think is cool But you could tell who really did it and who really haven't. You know what I'm saying? It's just the way you talk about it. I don't, I, I, I talk about. It, I kind of glorify it because that's where I'm from. But I always give you both sides. I let you know it's like it's death on the other side of that door. It's prison on the other side of that door. I got songs where I'm rapping about going to prison and my girl cheating on me. I'm saying I'm totally transparent with that life. So okay. no question. In many ways, hip hop history has become disposable and I've, I've heard you say more than once you know kind of talk a little bit about some of your inspirations obviously hove and, and nas and and even you know g rap a little bit even though that he was kind of before your time though and in many ways you're on that lineage right but in many ways kids today don't know a lot of those folks you know maybe they know who's on the cover of a magazine but that's about it yet a lot of them consider themselves hip-hop heads so for those folks that are out there that maybe are young that are looking up to Benny give them five albums from 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 your mouth that they should go back in the history of hip-hop and dig into mm. ready to die Illmatic, reasonable doubt, all eyes on me, mm, and the chronic. Nice. Very nice. I would love to get some parting advice mm -hmm. from you. Somebody's out there, man. They're, they're, they're young. They're in a dark place. They're feeling the pain. They're feeling the pressure. They're finding inspiration in hip-hop, in the music you're putting out, in, in Plugs I Met, in, in, in Tana Talk 3. What advice do you give them, man? Uh, this is for a young rapper? Yeah. Man, stay down and study the craft. You know what I'm saying? Study it. Like those albums I just named. Study those and see why those was great. You know what I'm saying? Don't just jump in it and expect people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, know your surroundings. Know about the insomniacs. Know about the Sun Tzu's. Know about the instead of instead of feeling like you gotta chase Benny down for a feature or chase Kiss down for a feature. Know about the artists that y'all been posting up to chase them down for a feature to get in the loop. You feel what I'm saying? And just know the landscape. That's the main important thing. I knew the landscape. Everybody was yo Benny, Benny, Benny. Let me get a feature, and I was telling them about y'all and Sun Tzu, and that was way more important than a the feature. These dudes gonna post all your hot shit. I'm gonna give you a feature one more fucking time. You got one favor to use with me. But uh, you know what I'm saying? And just dive in it. Quality. Make sure the music quality. Uh this is not a charity sport. This is not charity. Nobody's handing nobody nothing. Just cause people from your city they're not gonna support you. You shouldn't expect them to. Do everything you could do. Keep it quality, keep it pure, keep it real, and uh 
Go for broke with it. Go for broke. If you if you not a rapper, but you wake up tomorrow and decide you want to be a rapper, I'm not your competition. I'm not. Cardi B is your competition. She the one killing shit. Cardi B is your competition. Drake is your competition. J. Cole is your competition. Uh, so when J. Cole wake up, he got the he got pick of the litter fires, beats, producers, studios, directors, anything. So you gotta you gotta some way, I don't know how, I don't know what to tell you, but some way, somehow, you gotta level that advantage, and that sounds impossible. And it, and it might be <laughs> You know what I'm saying But that's what you gotta do If If Cardi B Could Got the access To the best producers In the world Guys like From the bottom Can't afford to rap Over a mediocre beat You can't afford to You can't afford to Shoot a bullshit Cheap video You know what I'm saying You gotta like Put your all into it And I'm 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 I'm, I'm This shit is almost Spiritual to me because You know plenty guys like me I'm the guy from the neighborhood who been rapping For years in and out of jail I'm that guy So people to see me where I'm at in my town They like Cause it happened So if it could happen for me it could happen for you And I only know how to tell people to do what I did I didn't put out a song and then they got 12 million on YouTube the next day And then I was on a breakfast club That ain't happened for me I did it the hard way and it worked, you know what I'm saying? I did it the hard way and it worked, but I exasperated like all my energy going to shows, doing free sh- I did everything, man. That's what it is, man. Do every fucking thing you can do. Be a pest. You know what I'm saying it's like when you get to this when you get to this side, it's beautiful. So chase your dream, man. Indeed, no question. And and, and come with come with the lyrics. Come with the motherfucking lyrics. Listen to how these rappers are rhyming syllables, double entendres, metaphors. That's what people are attracted to. That's what make you an elite. You know what I'm saying? You got guys who, who can sell records, but they're not considered an elite. You know what I'm saying? It's like all the elites take, you know what I'm saying? We got pride. You know what I'm saying? I walk in a room. I walk in a room. You, you know what I'm saying? You, I, you got the, the greatest rappers. Whoever lived is going to salute me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know about maybe the guy who had the best number one record, who got the biggest chain, the best car. Maybe he won't salute me, but the greatest rappers who ever walked the earth is going to say, Benny's an animal. And that's important to me. Nice. And and there's no doubt about that, man. Definitely one of the dopest in the game, period. And I want to thank you so much for taking time and, and talking to us. And um, I wish you much continued success. Just a lot of everything you've been building all these years, man. Thank you. Man, thank you. Like I said, man, uh, y'all was a, a good tool that I used to get where I'm at. I had to return the love. Thanks. Peace.